Welcome to the Glow Podcast with Dr. Land. Our purpose is to inspire and equip you to live a purposeful and maximized life that makes a glowing difference in your world to God's glory. For more inspiring content from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's listen in and be inspired. All right, so uh, I think for the month of February, which is ending today, is a reconnect. So this month, we are focused on our connection together, uh, which is the second aspect of our vision at City Light Church, which is to love people, to bring people together. So we, we've been focusing on that, and I've been teaching on a series that I titled uh, Reconnect uh, Together, Together. Uh, the title of the series has been together. So I am going to be concluding that series today. We've already gone through a whole bunch of stuff, but I'm going to do a quick review and then I'll give you the final part. So our scripture for this month uh, together is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, um, chapter chapter 2. Come on, let's, let's go there. Um, verse 44. Um, it said, all the believers... Go, go to uh, ESV for me. We're together. Because I love the we're together, you know. Or NK gave you all the believers we're together. Everybody say we're together. We're together. together. Everybody say we are together. We're together. I remember that. I want to remember that song. We are together again. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Just praising the Lord. We are together again. We are together again. If one I call, if one I call, hallelujah. Something good is arriving at me. Something special is in store. We are together again. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Just praising the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> you know how those people, and the, the millennials, and the, the Gen Z, they are, they are looking at, what are they singing? You know, like, what, what are these guys singing? You know? you know, the kind of song that you guys sing these days. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. You know, CD Press said, you know, he said something to me, I'm like, Pastor Land, give us your kind of song. I thought in my heart, hmm, if I give you the kind of songs I sing, I'm going to take you old school. <laughs> Ask my wife. You know, I sing Maranatha singers. <laughs> I'm going to be the Maranatha singers. Okay, good. Now, I know you've been born again. You did, you did SU, right? SU, scripture, you know. Yeah? <laughs> Osana Integrity. And then, you know, take it to, you know, all those hymns. Ah, hallelujah. That's songs, you know. These days, you know. <laughs> A lot of our songs these days is like we're making, you know, we're talking to God and, you know, it's like, you know, we love you. I love you. You know, the way I look at your face. <laughs> They've been Australianized that, you know. You know, Hillsong, you know, they're talking to God like their girlfriend. Preach. <laughs> you 
love Ilsong. So before, before anybody starts quoting me, I'm online. Ilsong is great, amen. But you know, there's something about just those oldies, you know. I mean, that's just good. So let's, let's teach our children. Let's teach the millennial and Gen Z about those deep songs. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So they were together and they had all things in common. Powerful. What a powerful vision. Over 3,000 people they're talking about there were together. And they, are all, they had all things in common. Next, let's go to the next verse, verse 45. They were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. So they were, demo, they were saying that we're not just together by mouth. We're together indeed. So what belongs to me, I'm going to put it so that I'm going to put it down so that it can be distributed to help people that are in need. That's togetherness. Amen. Wow. And then as a result of that, verse 46, let's go on. Well, still more. Day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous. So they were eating together, coming to the temple together. They were meeting in their houses together. They were linking up together, talking together, and they were sharing together. Generous hearts. They were praising God together, and they were having favor. So, what, like I told you, when, when, when the church becomes like that, you will start seeing favor. You know, favor. You start seeing favor. You start seeing favor. You start seeing things happening. They were having favor with all the people outside, all the people that were not part of the church. And the Lord began to add to their numbers, day by day, those who were being saved. People started getting converted. Because they saw there was something unique about this body, this new body of believers that just got formed. There was something unique about them. Listen, this is one of the major distinctives of the church. We must not lose it. It was, the, it was one of the most potent evangelistic, evangelistic tools in the first church, the early church. Their unity and their togetherness. We must not lose it. We have to make sure that we make it a culture in our churches. We have to make it a culture in our homes. We have to make it a culture in our days. And we'll see what God will do through it because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So that's the, that's the, the premise for the message that I've been preaching for this month. So we have taken it from just a quick review. We started by talking about the, the, the plan for together, right? Number one, the plan for together. Basically, talking about the fact that God actually planned everything to be together. He didn't plan a separated. God had, God did not have a plan for individualism, extreme individualism. It is, a, it's a, it is foreign to scriptures. You don't see it in there. You don't see it in the scripture. You understand? So we're created uniquely as individuals, but God created it in such a way that we're going to be interdependent on one another that we're all going to be interdependent on one another, and we can only fulfill the ultimate of his plans for us when we take advantage of that interdependence. We participate together in that interdependence. That is the only way we're going to be able to fulfill his plans and purposes for us and enjoy his best. We can't have his best alone. Everybody say after me, say, I can't have God's best alone. Yeah, don't, don't, don't take my word for it. Genesis 2.18. It is not good for the man to be alone. It's not good. It's 
a bad, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Everything that God created was, you know, had, you know God in, in the ecosystem, the whatever, and the man was now alone. No, it's not good for the man to be alone. It's not good. It's not good for you to be alone in anything. It's not good. If you understand that thing, really, if you let it just dawn on you, I, I put it as the first law of relationship in my book, 21 Immutable Laws of Relationship. If the not, I call it the law or principle of non-isolation. If you let that thing dawn on you, you will never do anything alone. You will never do anything alone. You know, you know that thing has so much, you know, inside of me that when I'm trying to do anything, I'm always, the next thing I'm always trying to think of is who else is doing this? You know, a good example is, um, for example, right now, Jesse is applying for college. So I was about to get into my, you know, my deep research and to start to get to storm the application uh, what it world by college. I of college, you know, by, you know, all the forces, <laughs> you know, and then I thought about it, you know, like, hmm, is there any other person applying for college? I said, any Jews applying for college? So we just started a small group for college application. Now, now. We started it yesterday. You know, you know, let me tell you something. When they were all applying for high school, we did it together. Remember then, all the, all, the teen, all the kids in school, they were, going, they, were going, they, were, they were all applying for private school and all that and everything. We all came together and did it. Do you know what, what God did? You know what God did? God gave all those kids schools where, in a sense, that they, you, you hardly find black people in, so, inside those schools. The top schools in the city of Chicago... Top schools all around, that's where they all entered into. Amen. With, um, some, in, some went to boarding school outside. And all. We, we were doing it together. There was, a, there was a guy in church that was teaching them. They were all gathered together. I was teaching them how to apply, how to do that. We are all working together and doing it. We can do the same thing for college. Amen. Amen. And I'm using that as an example. We can do it for many other stuff too. Stop. You know, I was talking to my pastor uh, like um, two weeks ago or so, you know, and I was talking to him, and it was just, we were just talking, and then we got to a point where, like, how, what is happening? What is it with, you know, black people? You know, what is it with us? They said the Hispanic people, when they come, when they come in, into any place, they will come together and band together. They will put themselves up in business. Before you know it, somebody knows something, trains the other person and all that. The Asians will come in. They will do the same thing. They will set up dry cleaning, all kinds of stuff. They will band together to do stuff. The Jews, the same thing. But black people, we're too proud. Everybody wants to prove that they are the first to do it. Everybody wants to prove that you know, my child is in this place, and you know, I build this, I build that, and all that. No, it does not work that way. That's not even the way it, it was, you know, in, the, in those days. We came from a very collective society, and I'm telling you that kingdom, kingdom is not like that. Kingdom is not about what you can achieve for yourself. You are just wasting your time. There's no meaning to it. Kingdom is about together. It's about together. Whatever you get, everybody that you know that needs it, try to get them into it. If you get an opportunity for a job or somewhere, talk to everybody looking for it. Say, hey, it is open. 
if you get anything, instead of hiding it, hiding it, and say, okay, you know, well, don't tell anybody, you know, get you know, let, 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 there'll be too much competition. You know, let's just keep it to ourselves. And then, you know, and then so that you can come and share testimony, you know, the Lord. So selfishness. It's not, it's not scripture. And we thank God for scripture. We're knocking it out. Someone say we're knocking it out of our that We're collective. See after me, say, if I find anything that is good for myself, and I know other people need it, I am going to share it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll share it. <laughs> Amen. All right. So sorry, sorry for berating black people. You guys are cool. Black is beautiful. Black is great. God bless you. Amen. Covenant people. So then we went to the patterns of together. The patterns of together where we, we talked about, we looked through scriptures, different patterns, what God showed us from himself, the Trinity, uh, to, you know, all through scripture, to Jesus Christ in, and his disciples and all that and how they live. So we talked about the patterns of together. And then number three, we talked about the purpose of together. The purpose of together. Why? Why together? We gave all the different uh, reasons why we, uh, we have to be together. Meaning, enhancement, partnership, restoration, mutual kindling, defense, uh, resilience, and agreement power and all that. We went through it. And if you want all these things, they are all available on our podcast, on our website. You know, check them out. They are available for free for you to download and use. Uh, so then, last week, we went to number four, the plot against together. So you need to understand also that there's a plan of the enemy. Just like God has a plan for together, the enemy has a counter plan uh, for together. He wants always one. Whenever he sees he, one of the things the devil hates the most. People think that the devil, what the devil hates the most is a strong believer. No. A strong believer that is alone is not the greatest threat to the devil. You understand? Because, I mean, that's just one person that he just, he just need to send like maybe seven, you know, just continually bombarding that person before that person eventually breaks. But a strong believer in the midst of other strong believers is the greatest threat to the devil. You guys. A strong believer in the midst of other strong believers is the greatest threat to the devil. Say, I want to be strong. I want to be strong alone. Yeah, that is good. But make sure you are strong among other people who are strong. Hallelujah. So that's why you always have to raise other people. They raise you. Everybody will keep, they will keep raising one another. That is it. Amen. That is it. That is it. Don't be the, never ever try to be the local champion. You understand? Don't, don't try to be the, you know, the one that your head shoots above everybody in your family or in anywhere. Yeah? I, say, I, I say it. I said, you know what? One of the tricks of pastoring that protects you over time, over time, and makes you last is that make sure that, make sure that, you know, you are not shooting your head above everyone. Make sure that there are so many people. So in case the devil wants to shoot, you know. (laughs) 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 He doesn't know which one to target. (laughs) Look at almost head. Look at Olumidesa. Look at which one. So he's confused. But if it's just one person. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was so wise that 
when the Pharisees and Sadducees and all those people wanted to come and arrest him, even though he had been ministering to them for a long time, they needed somebody in the company to identify him with a kiss. They couldn't know the difference between him and the other people. It took Judas to say, the person that I kiss is the one that he also came to arrest. <laughs> they couldn't identify him. But I say, put some pastors there in the place of Jesus. When they are coming, it's the stomach that they will use. Right <laughs> and the gold chain. And the, you know, that's, that's the man of God. <laughs> that is the person. Take him. So I, you know, I, I like to hide, you know, like just hide on that. <laughs> Pastor Lou was sharing something. Sometimes when we travel internationally, I used to enjoy that thing, Pastor Lou. So when we get to a place where they so, so they will greet him. They want to greet the man of God. So they will go to meet Pastor Olu. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God catch you. <laughs> then he will say. Oh, he said, with my pastor. <laughs> and then they will be confused. <laughs> I used to enjoy it. Amen. I enjoyed it so much. You know, let's, I mean, just cool down. Amen. Isn't it, it's fun to be among the people. Isn't it fun? That's the way Jesus was. You understand? Well, a lot of things that we have seen as symbols that we've looked at because we watch on TV and all that, they are not from the Bible. Not from the Bible. I know it's going to take some time to rebuild these things, you understand? Because you see, you know, people don't, some of the patterns of things that God is showing us, and we've been talking about it for years. Some of it is beginning to show now. People are asking, they're wondering why. When we travel, Pastor Lou, they'll be saying, ah, who is the, this one? Who is the, whatever? Everybody, somebody goes to the camera and then it's preaching. Somebody, you know, like we're just interchanging and interchanging. They'll be wondering what is going on. Some of this pattern, we've been talking about it for a long time, you understand? That this is what God is, what is telling us to build this pattern. A place where everybody can be expressed and all that. It might take some time. Do you get what I'm saying? But as you stay committed to it, you will see it, it will become the norm. In Jesus' name. It's going to become the norm. There was never a plan for a superstar pastor. No. It was not, it was not, it was not in God's plans. Collective. Everybody say collective. Say together. together. Amen. Yes, together. Together. All right, so we talked about the plot, the first plot. I talked about individualism. We are individuals. We should respect our individuality. We shouldn't lose our individuality, but make sure that just like the tire has to attach to the car, uses individuality so that it can be useful. Make sure that your individuality connects with other people. And don't separate yourself. And you're always thinking about yourself. You know, there was a passage. I didn't finish reading it. Please give me the passage. Uh, the, last, the last part of it, you know, is what I want to read. Um, is it uh, verse Philippians 2? Uh, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 1 to 3, I think. Or one, uh, please find it for me. It says, um, so if there's any encouragement in Christ, comfort, of my love, comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection, thank you, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind. So we have individual minds, right? We say same mind. The same love. 
being in full accord and of one mind. Verse 3 is what I didn't read last week. It says, everybody, let's read the one to go. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. And then the next verse, verse 4, the next verse, verse 4, verse 4, please. One, go. Let's read. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. You know, don't look to your own interest alone. Look to the interest of others. That's how together works. But when the devil wants to come against together, everybody will start looking to their own interest. They'll start looking to their own interest. To their own interest. And that's a plot against together. The second one, a word I just created, I call it clickism. I would say clickism. Clickism. You know, it's a, a, what do you call it? It's faction. It's faction, you know, being factionism or faction. Being in faction, basically. So it's everybody picking their own places. And, you know, I call it together that is dangerous to together. That's what clickism is. It's a kind of together, but it is dangerous. It is detrimental to together. So you, you come around. I'm of Christ. I'm of Paul. I'm of this. I'm of that. So I took time to talk, talk about that last week, so I'm not going to go. It leads to exclusion. People of the same race, people of the same color, of the same language, people of the same whatever, they start banding together at the exclusion of other people, and they leave them in the out group. And some people feel that they are in the, in the group. So that's, that's not the plan. We need to break it all down. Everybody say, break it all down. Like Paul said, everything is for you. Whether Christ, whether Apostle, whether Peter, break it all down. Get it. Get it all. Break all those things down. You know, come together, but make sure that you don't come together at the expense of the collective. And I told you that if, if some cell of your body collaborate together at the expense of the rest of the body, it, there's a medical name for that. So it's a cancer that is spreading. That's what it's called. So you never allow that. Don't, don't segregate yourself based on how much money you have that, you know, people who don't have that kind of money can't come around you. They were doing it, James chapter 2, verse 1, they were doing it there. Whenever a rich person comes, uh, they will hey, and then when a poor person comes, they'll put them in one corner. Paul is, Paul, I mean, sorry, James was talking to them. He was like, what, what, what kind of a thing is, is that? You know, stop doing those kind of stuff. So, he said we should associate with the lowly. Romans 12, 16 says, associate with the lowly. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. And then in 2 second, second Timothy, I want to say something also. Let me just use this. 2 Timothy 4, 3. You know, sometimes, you know, we do interest-based small groups, right? So interest-based small groups, and it is based on, it's free market, and it's based on interest. But I want to tell you something that sometimes you need to go <coughs> not just for your interest. You know, because sometimes you go to only what you like. You understand what you like. But sometimes you need to hear things that will challenge you in certain areas that you know you need to develop, but which is not your first interest. He was talking about people that they will not listen to sound doctrine, but they will follow their own desires alone. And they will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. So in other words, somebody that will just confirm. Is that not what happens on social media now to another? Everybody, right wing, left wing, this. Everybody just hears the same thing. They will confirm your bias, confirm everything. And you, you, 
You know, some of you, if you visit the social media of some of your friends, like you, they allow you to see, like maybe they're on Facebook, and you, they allow you to see their own Facebook from their own, you see that it's totally different from your own. Because Facebook is feeding you <laughs> the kind of things that you like. And it's feeding them the kind of thing that they like. And you, it's been like the same Facebook for different worlds. The same, you know, radio show, the same thing. You understand? If you are into politics or all that, there's nothing bad in there. But try to listen to the other side. Try to listen to the other side. When I came into the United States, I was the right-wing, conservative, firebrand, African, you know, whatever, whatever. But I've always learned that thing, that there are always two sides to every story. There are always two sides to every story, right? So I began to read left-wing blogs. For years and years, I began to read them. And I began to see where they're coming from. I began to see certain things. I, I saw the excess, and I began to look at right-wing. I began to see their excess. I began to see that until I came to the conclusion that there are two sets of sincere people's, people on both sides. You understand? Some have been fed on a particular way, and they've taken it to this one. Some have been fed on this. But there are some, if some people can come from both sides and stay at the center and do and instead of all, things will be better. That's, that's what I saw. And that's why it's possible for you to vote for a Democrat and vote for a Republican. Yes. It's possible for you to vote for a Republican at a particular time and then switch and say, I'm voting for a Democrat right now because I need some balance. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, so if you want your business and whatever, taxes and whatever, it's time to vote for Republicans. No, I'm, t I'm telling you the truth, the fact. You understand? When you start paying taxes and say whatever, you know, you know, a lot of people, when you start having children, you know what taxes means. Okay, yeah, let's do that for now. And then we'll switch it. And then you can also throw this one and change the one in, the, in uh, Congress. You know, we need to be more nuanced than all this staying in one, back, one thing like that. So as it happens in the church, it also happens in the world. So as God wants us to be more adept like that so that, you know, we can bring the kingdom of God to bear on all this stuff. So, but that's not, I'm not here to preach about politics, but that, I just needed to say that. So, in other words, what I'm saying is that listen to things that challenge you. That's how you grow. You don't grow by just being among the people that say exactly the same thing you say, even within the church. When I came to the United States, I thought of going to a Pentecostal college. But the Holy Spirit says, no, go to a college that is not Pentecostal because there are some things that Pentecostals have not gotten that I want you to get. Instead of being in a in the same place. And somebody in that thing, God will bring you into among the Pentecostal and whatever so that you can learn that too. That's how these things happen. Hallelujah. All right. And then I talked about sectarianism. We're not the only one. Okay? All right, all right, all right. So I wanted to just talk about one more um, of this um, plot against together and then I'll go to my final, my final point. Uh, I wanted to talk about one more just one more. I call it absenteeism. Everybody say absenteeism. So that's another, uh, what do you call it, of the plot against together. Absenteeism. Let's check that. So in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. 
It says, not neglecting to meet together. Everybody say, meet together. As the habit of some is. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing there. Now, what he was saying here, so let me tell you, you know, if you read the book of Hebrews, you need to know the context. This was, this were um, believers that were scattered all over the Roman, uh, what they call it, the Roman Empire and all that. It was written to Jewish believers, but all of them were contemplating. A lot of, they were contemplating, that's the context. They were contemplating to go back to Judaism because of the pressure that they were going through and the persecution. So the book was written to tell them to compare Judaism with Christianity, Christ and Moses and all those things. Angels, the word delivered by angels, the word delivered by Christ, Jesus as the high priest, Melchizedek, or in order after the other Melchizedek and the other high priest. He was comparing, comparing. Them. Then he now got to this point when he began to tell them. And you see, the key, key word that kept on being repeated in the book of Hebrews is either let us not go back. No, let us not, you know, return. Let us not, you know, go and read it. Don't go back. Don't return. Then he got to this bad, to this place. He says, one of, in one of the key things is that we should not neglect the meeting together as the habit of some is. No, listen. Some people do not understand the power of meeting together. So when I say meeting together, I mean meeting together for a church service like this, meeting together in our small groups, meeting together in our homes, you know, when you, know, when you can, uh, meeting together, you know, that was just touching base together consistently. Some people, because of individualism and because of um, isolation syndromes, which I talk about in my book, some isolation syndromes, they do not value doing things together or meeting together. So you find them absent. They're absent from the small groups. They're absent from church. They're absent. It's just a habit there. It's a plot against together. If we're going to have together, you have to make the decision that I may not be able to attend all these things and all that, but I'm going to be a part of one or two. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I make my presence known and shown. It's going to help you, and it's going to help together. Because can you imagine everybody, let's say everybody in this place, You've not met, you've not been in any meeting and all that, and then we're talking. We're talking about what we're about to do. You know, you're going to be lost, right? And then apart from that, a lot of things will have happened to you, then you come in and all that. So absenteeism is what? One of the plots against together. And the way you cure that is to make a decision that I, whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to deliberately be part of together. Amen. If, you, if you're in a WhatsApp group and all that, you see them doing something, you decide, I'm going to do that because I'm going to be part of together. I'm going to be part of together. Even though it's not natural to you, I'm going to be part of together. That's part of how together is sustained. Can I get an amen? Uh, let me give you one last one. Separatism. Separatism. The plot against together. Separatism. Now, separatism is, uh, this is very deliberate. A lot of the ones that we're talking about uh, that we've talked about in the plot against together. They usually maybe people just do it because they get carried away. You get what I'm saying? 
or whatever. But separatism is a deliberate attempt to scatter together. A deliberate attempt. Usually the devil will come upon a person and all that, and the person will begin to instigate separation. In Romans chapter 16, from verse 17, Paul was talking about separatism here. He said, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who do what? Who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such reasons, for such persons, do not serve the Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetite and by smooth talk and flattery they deceive the hearts of the naive. Those people, they will come in and then they will start talking to you. You know you are such a great person, you know? Because you know that you are, you are so anointed. You are so anointed. In fact, what you need to do right now is that, you know, because of the anointing of God that is upon you that is so great, it's like, it's even greater than all the anointing that we have ever seen in this world. <laughs> they will start talking to you. Then the next thing say, you know, what you need to do right now is you need to, you see all those ones that they, you know, used to do together. Say, you know, the church is so limited, you know, or the family is so limited. You know, you need, what you need to do right now, you need to, I mean, what you need to do has to be, and they will have the word, it, it has to be unique and Now, I'm, saying that, I'm not saying that, you know, that is always wrong. But what I'm telling you is that when you start hearing people talking that way, be very careful because the devil can use people. People will use people, you know, to do that. So it's part of maturity is to know when people are talking smooth to you and when they are flattering you and to know when the Spirit of God is speaking to you. It's very important. You have to be smart with that. So it's separatism. Or they will come and talk to you and say, did you see what Sister so and so did the last time? I mean, can you see? I mean, I don't even know the kind of song that she always brings that we should sing, you know? She always bringing those kind of songs, the kind of songs she likes, you know? But we need to do this kind of songs that are, you know, they start talking, you know, and then they will get around someone and start talking amongst, you know, there was a time... <laughs> Oh, my God. We, we, we started small groups. One of the first times we started small groups. So I started the small groups. The first small group, I was the one leading it. I was leading two small groups and all that. So I gathered some people in there. They were in there. Then we decided that we we're going to expand the small groups. Um, so we put some people in charge of small groups. And then one day, so some years ago, many years ago, one day, the news came to me that in one of the small groups, they made uh, my wife and I, and our children, the subject of gossip. You know, they call it intercession. You understand? You know, intercession, that is gossip. You understand? My kids... <laughs> our kids were still very small. You know, tiny kids running all over and everything. So they would come to church, and they were still very small then. And then, so they, so they had a meeting, and they were like, you know what, um, you know, some of the... And everybody talking in there, none of them had children. None of them are children. They were all single. So like, you know, uh, the, you know, the, you know, this, have you noticed the pastor's kids? They are always running and whatever. You know, all those kids that are born in America, you know, they are this and that. And then they say, you know what? After they talked and talked, at the end of this morning, somebody said, you know, we need to pray for pastor. We need to pray for the kids. 
And uh, so it filtered to me. So when I heard it, I was like, what? Is that? What is the purpose of the small group? The small group was supposed to be for a different purpose, but you made it a gossip thing. That's not what it's about. It's not about talking about people. You cannot talk about people. You cannot talk about people! I canceled it. Canceled that small group immediately. Because that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. No. If you are going to intercede for somebody, if, you don't, if it's not gossip, if you're going to intercede for somebody, you must have gotten information either from the person. Do you get what I'm saying? Or the Holy Spirit told you something. That's why we have mature people. I'm just saying this thing. I don't know why this is coming to my mind. I didn't plan to say all this. You know, you, you receive information. Probably the person is there and the person gave you the permission. Or if the person is not there, you got it from a particular source. Somebody would say, you know what, we need to pray for brother, so and so But sometimes when you sit down and you start talking about people who are not there in the guise of interceding for them, you are only gossiping and you are coming against together. Because if that person hears it, it's going to be a problem. So don't, don't allow that. You understand? Watch out for people who... Watch out for flattery and all this kind of, sort of words and that. Let, let, let's read one more, one more passage. The, okay, the other thing that I wanted to say, yes. Also, but avoid, look at it, avoid foolish controversies. Verse 19. Avoid foolish controversies. Do you know, I remember when we did small groups attempt another time, people would say, let's have a small group where we're going to be discussing sexes, marriage, you know, and this and that. And, mm. and then we had some, and then you... We're doing a particular people were on two sides of the issue, and emotions were inflamed. That's not the purpose of small groups. Do you get what I'm saying? That is not the purpose of small groups. Foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and what? And they are worthless. They are worthless. They are worthless. As for a person who stirs up division, after warning them once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. Have nothing more to do with him. In other words, knowing that such a person is warped and sinful is self-condemned. You know what Paul is saying there, sometimes to protect together, you have to excise. You have to excise to protect together. Because together is more important than the fake together that wants to break it up. I'm saying some deep stuff to you, but I'm so glad that I'm just, it's, it's the Bible that I'm using. <laughs> All right, let's go to my, so the one I want to quickly talk about, the practice of together, my final message, the practice of together. So how do we practice together? The practice of what? Of together. I have an updated one just so The practice of together. I'll finish it up. A few minutes. The practice of together. So how do we practice together? That's how we're going to hand. How do we practice? How do we make it going? So the first thing is choose together. I'm going to run through. Everybody say choose together. Let's make that choice. Make that choice individually. Make that choice collectively. That we're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. Whatever it is that you're going to do, 
we're going to do it together. I'm not going to allow individual. I'm not going to allow secular. We're going to do it together. We make the choice for together within the church in your home. You make the choice in the city as a church. We made a choice as a church that we're going to do together with the other churches in the city. We're going to do together. Together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Part of the title of this church, part of the tithe, our title that goes out, goes to the unity of the body. It's automated. You understand? Organizations that are, what do you call it, working towards the unit of the, bo- the unity of the body in the city. That's because we're committed to that. We're committed to that. And part of the other title of this church goes to a church planting organization that gives money to other churches who are starting churches consistently. Amen. We believe in together. Everybody say we believe in together. Come on, give God some praise for that. I love Brother Fred and what he's doing. I love people who foster together. I love people who understand that God is expressed you know, in different people, in different places. And we need to come together for it to work maximally. That's the spirit of Christianity. Individualism is not the spirit of Christianity. Amen. Number two, quickly, pray and praise together. The practice of together. Praise God together. Come on, praise the Lord! (laughs) Acts 4 verse 24 says, When they heard the report... So that's why we do report. Everybody say report. You know, pictures of the week. We post pictures in um, WhatsApp. We post all these things. They are reports. Is it? Is it? I was sharing this on Light Receipt. That sometimes when you see those things being shared, we're not sharing it because we want to boast. No, we're sharing it because we're creating a culture. Whatever you celebrate is repeated. Whatever you celebrate is repeated. Do you get it? It is repeated. It becomes a culture. That's why we do that. It's not easy to do birthday celebrate. To do, by the way, happy birthday, Sheila. Happy birthday, Daya. We celebrate you. It's not easy to do to get everybody's birthday and to do all those things. But we have systems around it because we believe, you know, in together. And it's not easy to have your WhatsApp full of birthday greetings and pictures. But it's a price to pay for together. You understand? And we're willing to pay the price. Until they invent something new. You know, that's what we're stuck with. Amen. But it's a price for together. When they heard the reports, all, everybody say all. Say all. All the believers lifted their voices together in prayer. So prayer and prayer together. O sovereign God, creator of heaven and earth, the sea, everything in them. And then he began to pray and praise God and praise God and praise God together. Together. And actually, they began to pray together. Psalm 34, verse 3. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name. Together. Everybody say, two. Exalt his name. Two. So the next time you get a WhatsApp message, you know, of something, if all you got to do is praise the Lord. Or just the hand, you know, the hand. Put it in there. Let us praise the Lord together. You guys think it's simple. It's just, it's just foolishness. That thing is creating reverberations in the realm of the spirit. Because it's the heart that is being released by those actions. Let's praise God together. Let's celebrate what God is doing in every life together. Let's celebrate what God is doing in the city together, in the churches together. In our life. Let's celebrate it all together. Let's praise the Lord together. That's how we practice together. 
Let's celebrate milestones in our lives together. Let's celebrate steps that we're taking in life together. Let's celebrate advancement in purpose together. Let's tell of the Lord great greatness together in our lives. Let's exalt. Number three, I already talked about it. Get together. So I'm not going to waste, waste too much time on that. I already talked about it. Everyone say, get together. I'm going to get together. I'm going to get together. I know coronavirus has, you know, has affected, you know, a lot of things. In a sense, but, you know, we're going to do Zoom and all that and everything. And thank God because it's going to lead. You know, by the way, one of the things we're, we're going to be doing, we're going to be having a doctor come in to talk about the vaccination. Uh, so that people can understand it. You know, there are people that have taken the vaccination in the church. You know, they're fine. Amen. So do you get what I'm saying? So we're going to be having that. That's an idea from um, Sister Bimbo. You know, that she sent me a message that we should do something like that. So we're going to set it up. You know, so that we have, just like when the corona started, we had a doctor come. We're going to have somebody, either by video or something, that we can have a discussion around that and, you know, some of the other stuff. Because we're not against science. Amen. We're against science. So everybody say, get together. You know, look at what happens when we get together. Romans chapter 1, verse 12, NLT. When we get together, Romans 1, 12, NLT. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith. But I also want to be encouraged by yours. Mutual encouragement. But it only happens when we get together. That's why small groups, mutual encouragement, challenge of one another. When we get together, when we get together. And you don't know what happened. And I love this entire generational connections that are taking place also in the small groups. You know, I was sharing a testimony with, um, uh, is it Lit or where I shared a wealth builder small group. And Pearl was sharing it with Pastor Peace yesterday. She was in one of the wealth builders group, one of the small group for wealth builders. And so... Pastor Peace was waving some money, you know, like, uh, you know, we're just playing, waving money. We used to play, you know, and then Pearl saw it. Pearl said, afterwards, she had never seen money like that. She said it was thousands and 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 thousands of dollars. <laughs> I was laughing with myself. Then she said, she said she had a dream that night. She had a dream that night of herself holding a lot of money. Then she woke up, she went to meet the mom. Mommy, how can I make money? She comes to me, how can I make money? Do you know that since she did that right now? She has been making money. She's been making money. And it was because we got together. You know, somebody saw something. Somebody said, that's what happens. When we come together, things pass from one person to the other, transfer from one person to the other that you are not even aware of that it is happening. Hallelujah. Grow together. Grow together. Let's grow together. Like I told you, don't be, don't be the person who is growing, 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 growing at the expense of everybody around you. That's a cancer. There's a medical name for that. That's a cancer in the body. You're just growing, growing, growing. You see, listen, as a, as a pastor, I mean, over the years, one of them one of the decisions that I made, and it's going to be effort, is that I'm going to go at the pace of the people around me. You know, there's a way you can go, that you can go at a very high pace. Much more. He said, if you want to go fast, go alone. 
But you want to go far. Go together. Go together. No, I want to carry people along. The only, the only, they said he's lonely at the top. That's not true. The only reason why he's lonely at the top is because when you were going, you didn't take anybody along. So you can't share with anybody at your level anymore. We'll go together. Everybody say we'll go together. So effort, you know, you, I, need, I want you to learn and practice of effort, simple effort as sharing the things that are in your heart, what you hope, what you desire, and sharing it with people. Sometimes you feel you are too open. The only reason why that is happening is because we want everybody to participate in it and also grow along and learn in it. And if you just keep it to yourself and you're just, and then they just see you there, here. I saw it, John Maxwell said, a leader's potential is dependent on the people closest to the leader. A leader's potential is dependent on those who are closest to you. It's not dependent on you, on people closest to you. So if you don't have great people around you, good people around you, your own potential is limited. That's why everybody has to build great people around them and have great people around you. Hallelujah. It's like children. If you don't train your children, right, you're just letting them, you're just going, you're making money, you're doing, you don't train your children. Those children, according to the Bible, they're the ones that will spend all the money. I don't know whether it's the Bible or Yoruba proverb, but it's the woman. <laughs> Whatever way it is, it is those children who are going to spend the money that you made and waste it. <laughs> Amen. I don't know if you are getting. Are you buying into together? Are you buying into together? Stand together. Oh, sorry, I didn't give you the scripture for grow together. Grow together. Philippians one twenty seven. You know. Uh, sorry, uh, Ephesians two twenty two. He said, and in him, you are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Being built together, not separately. Being built together. And then stand together. Stand together. Philippians 1.27. When I come to see you again or hear about you, I will know that you are standing together I will know, you know, give me, um, I think it's, what am I using? Is it ESV? Yes. The one that says standing together. Yeah, very good. He said, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose. And then the next one, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. So, you know, there's, there's together that is so firm that you are fighting you fight together. You stand together with somebody. So, for example, somebody is about to do a particular thing and they are scared. You know, I mean, for example, Pastor Mo right now, God is telling him to do certain things that, you know, those, you will stand together with him and push through. He so said, that's how you do. You stand together. We stood together with men of faith when it was kicking off. We stood, you know, we, we will stand together. That's how you do. You stand and fight. You fight through. Until that thing comes to the other side. Fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't let people make attempts for the kingdom of God and they feel alone. They want to do something for the kingdom and you know this is of God and everybody, and, and they feel alone in there. No, you stand together with them in prayer. You intercede on their behalf. You, t- you encourage them. You fight until that thing is created and born. 
That's part of how I will practice together. Whew. Serve together. I'm going to rush through the rest, so <laughs> serve together. Ephesians 4.16. For him, the whole body joined held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself in love each part, as each part does its work. So as each part is doing their work, everybody's growing together. So let's serve together. Let's serve together. Let's serve together. Let's eat together. The practice of together. Let's eat together. First Corinthians 11.33. So then, my brothers and sisters, when you get together, when you gather to eat, you should all eat together. You should all eat together. We should have some Zoom meeting, eating Zoom meeting. Yes. Eating Zoom meeting. Everybody, you get your food and all, whatever. And then we're all just eating and talking. Amen. Come on. Small group people, help us make it happen. Eat together. You know, for those of you that come to church, bring some potluck. Whatever, you know, is healthy. Bring it. Eat together. Yeah. <laughs> So, you see, those are just some, you know, some aspects of togetherness. And I hope with this few points of mine in the month of February, I've been able to convince you and not to confuse you that together is better than being alone. Come on, rise up for your feet. <laughs>